Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and across from me is Brody. How are you, sir? Good. My mom was just calling me. Oh, do we need, yeah. to, do we need no. a break and answer that? I'm going to send her a text. Okay. Hey, mom. <laughs> we are I did recording my a podcast <laughs> that you've not listened to yet. Well, she has to listen to episodes like past... Yeah, there's, we, we cleaned ourselves up around right around like 15, I think. Yeah, so. thanks, Gina Cron. <laughs> thanks for making us feel really bad about ourselves. But we're doing our best to be a family show, so that way, you know, you can listen to this while you're taking the kids to school and all that good stuff, or taking a dump, or taking a dump. Yeah, which I know some, you know, when people are having quality time. Look, Mo, our episodes are so good that <laughs> they're faking having to take a dump <laughs> at work. So they can go finish it because we've went past the 30 minute mark all the time now. So, yes, we have. So their commute, actually Blake was telling me about this. Like he, he pulled in the base. He said he's about to take a um, paperwork so he can finish the episode. <laughs> That's like, nice. But he didn't want to do it because he just got promoted. He thought that would be bad. Yeah. Especially like if your legs fall asleep. Well, this is him. <laughs> he just pulled in the, uh, on the base. Oh, and he just sit in the parking lot? Yeah. He was going to take a ride up. <laughs> Not paperwork, like wiping your ass, Mo. Oh, oh <laughs> like, that's what I thought you no, meant. No, <laughs> no. Like, he's going to take a write-up, but he just got promoted, and he thought yeah. that'd be a bad idea. Yeah, don't do that, bro. Technical sergeant is the hardest rank to make in the Air Force, so, yeah, you don't want to squeeze that, bro. But uh, <laughs> congratulations, by the way. If we haven't mentioned it, yeah, Blake Mayhem, one of our it, listeners. Was it Mayhem or Mayhem. Maham? Maham, like, <laughs> yeah. I like to add that German feel to it. <laughs> yeah, that's where he is in Deutschland. So, yeah, uh, one of our our early supporters and pretty much an ambassador of the show. Dang. Uh, Blake you hear Mayhem. That Blake? <laughs> Blake Mayhem. Meg's going to be pissed. Yeah. was Well, along with team, you know, they're their team. Oh, that's yeah. not what you said, Mo. <laughs> that's not what you said. You said Blake is an ambassador. You didn't say anything as, about Meg. As well as Meg. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Megasaurus Rex. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he just recently got promoted. So huge shout out to him. Uh, technical Sergeant E6 in the Air Force is one of the most challenging ranks to make. And he was recently selected. So Why is it challenging? Cause I don't know. It's just, there's kind of like that bottleneck when it comes to promotion. That's like right in that middle rank. And when you make that decision to make the air force a career, that's like the most challenging step to get over, uh-huh. um, uh, competitive in terms of scores and what you need to do to make that level. So just like how in that last episode, we talked about taking it to the next level. This is like, you know, you actually committed to going to regionals at this point. So uh-huh. now the competition's a lot more challenging. Everybody's getting out, taking leadership opportunities. So there's, opportunities become smaller and smaller. So you have to take what you have and make those opportunities bigger and bigger. And that's where it gets challenging. So for him to make that is a, is a significant accomplishment. That's really cool, man. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sometimes I forget that not everybody's yeah, in the military. It, well, well that, and you probably forget cause it's been 20 years. Yeah, It's ago. been 20 years since <laughs> I was a tech sergeant. Right? <laughs> See, Blake, this is going to be you in 20 years. You have your podcast. Remember when we actually had to use wires on our microphones? <laughs> All right. As always, thank you for the likes, subscriptions, and follows. Keep sharing the show with those people that are outside of the loop that haven't had the chance to get some of this one more rep podcast goodness. Uh, world domination. World domination. Not regional, Mo. I seen you. <laughs> Mo, Mo said we're regional. Dom- it was a question mark. No, no. That's like almost like a statement. We're beyond regional now, bro. Just accept it. 
We just have a, about as many countries that listen to us as we do states. States, yeah. Think about that. Pretty damn close. Think about that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And yeah, we get a lot of traffic from Sweden. What's up? And Spain. That's pretty cool. So if you're listening out there in uh, some of those foreign countries, uh, hit us up uh, in the comments below and tag your box. It's uh, We really appreciate that. Yeah, uh, it's really cool. Outside listenership. Send us some of your athletes, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're from... We've had a couple downloads from Iceland. Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. Send us some of that water. Or, that's your gotta D- be or some DNA. One of the two. Yeah. We'll, we'll make shit happen on the, the podcast. We'll start. <laughs> we'll be mad scientists, Mo. We're going to yeah. create the ultimate ad- I, yeah. athlete. Yeah, we go. We're going to inject you with that DNA and see what happens. Oh, that might be, that might be money wasted. <laughs> so we'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, 7-5 Clothing. Make it badass gear for your badass ventures. We had a chat with Wally. He's the uh, owner this morning. And he told us uh, something, a pleasant surprise that we weren't fully aware of, but he's going to be here. Yeah. So we have Smash Fest coming up just a little less than a month here um, at our gym. We have over 160 competitors at this one. Um, it's our second biggest event that we hold. You know, Bloody Valentine's definitely our largest. We mm-hmm. always hit around 200. Yeah. And um, he's making the trip here, up here from Tennessee, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to set up and going to sell his, his stuff. And he's giving some prizes. And uh, uh, also, the next day, he just said that uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Mo into working out while he brought it up. Mo, to, I don't know how Mo <laughs> feels about working out after Smash Fest. I know I'm pretty beat up. but um, So we're going to try to possibly work out. And then he's going to be on one of our podcasts. Yep. So we'll, yeah, you guys will get to hear from him. And we'll talk a little bit about the origins of his company and his, uh, his CrossFit story. So that'll be pretty sweet. Well, yeah, because we were just, we were trying to get some more information on the company and we asked him what gets him through the tough times. Cause he's in a very competitive market, yep. meaning retail, mm-hmm. especially in CrossFit. Especially CrossFit. So what I liked about what Wally said is that he likes the competitiveness of the business, mm-hmm. which, uh, when you, when there's competition, it pushes you harder mm-hmm. or you don't push harder and then you become a sideshow. You can become a statistic. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, absolutely. Like Stu says, competition makes us faster. Yeah. I mean, I compared him to him being a good CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you did. And then some of his competitors being a bad CrossFit gym because <laughs> he likes it. He goes the extra mile. He puts the work in. He's not afraid to hit the grindstone. Mm-hmm. He was just in uh, Charlotte last week. He's in Alabama this, this week. weekend. Yep. He's coming up to ours. And he lives in Tennessee. It's not yeah. like he's driving 15 minutes yeah. down the road. Yeah, several hours and, and a lot of resources that are required to get him to these locations. Yeah, you have to get a hotel. Mm-hmm. You have to come up a day early. Yep. You have to set up. You have to sell all day, which mm-hmm. is an all-day event. That's If you've never, been, if you've never run an all-day event, it's very fatiguing. Mm-hmm. Just standing. Uh, just you, yeah. It might be real easy to say, oh, he's just standing there selling shirts. But you have to stand there all day and it, selling shirts that, and you're talking to people yeah. and, you, and you're trying make, to build relationships. Right. And that's another thing he said he liked to do. He likes to go to these events to build these relationships. And I think as a business, that's something we we're going to talk about in the future episode is the customer service type atmosphere. Yeah. You have to have as an owner on, on every aspect, on every aspect. And it's a, often, Unfortunately, it's the most forgotten thing as or underappreciated, underutilized, underutilized. Yeah. Your your members appreciate it exactly when it's, it's done. Yeah. It's the owners who fail to um, when they like we talk about they get out of the honeymoon stage of owning a gym and mm-hmm. they're established and they got money revenue coming in. They get laxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guess what? Your members see it now. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, maybe because a little help to us. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, we're calling them out on their bullshit, Mo. That's just how it is. It's it is bullshit. <laughs> You want to be that owner? Go ahead. But not listeners of this show. No. No. 
not you guys, all you guys that will become owners at one point. Yeah, you guys are honestly, you're in the playbook. You think I'm joking? <laughs> Listen to these episodes. Yeah. A lot of stuff that we say, yeah, we joke around and have a good time. A lot of stuff that I share is actual personal experience, mm-hmm. things that can help you set up. Um, you don't have to run everything like me, but I think there's a lot of info out there to where you can see what's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Do what's right for the people. Yep. If and they'll take wrong, care of you. Yeah. You do what's wrong and they're going to leave you. Peace. <laughs> Drop. All right. So today's episode kind of correlates to some things that Brody just talked about. Um, and sometimes it's able, you're able to discover some of these things that we've talked about. And we are going to discuss why you should visit other gyms. So like if you're out, in t- out on a vacation, out on a business trip, you know, there's probably safe to say that there's a CrossFit facility somewhere near you, whether it's branded or not. It's because that's one of the first things I do whenever I'm going to another city is like, okay, well, where's the closest gym to my hotel? Mm-hmm. Just so I can kind of get that experience. Uh, have you, you done a lot of drop-ins like in your travels? Yeah. When you were in Florida for the wedding, yep. didn't you drop yep. in somewhere? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think it really starts even before you go. You kind of research the gym, mm-hmm. like what gyms are available, their hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't care what the workouts are. I mean, if they haven't posted, I'll look at them, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I still, as an owner, I, I go and I'll watch their videos. If I see it's some sloppy ass videos of mm-hmm. people, they don't care about technique and form. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to give them that uh, attention. Next thing I do is I'll send a message direct mm-hmm. on Facebook and you, <laughs> you'd be shocked. They don't know I'm an owner because I don't say, Hey, I'm an owner. Yep. I'm coming here. Um, how they don't respond to you. It's mind blowing and instantly gone. Yep. Bye bye. And that's, uh, unfortunately what happened to me yeah, when I was in New York, uh, right before my retirement, my grandmother turned a hundred and there was a gym literally right down the street from my hotel. So as soon as I figured that out, I sent him a message and, and that's when I kind of shout out, if you're friends with me on Facebook, I was like, Hey, how long should I wait for a response from a gym? And everybody was saying with, you know, 24 hours to within a couple hours, you know, I think that's pretty reasonable. It's all varies, but it, a lot of it just depends on how much time you have to spend and how much you value that external traffic. Well, basically I've been, I went on that trip, what, six weeks ago and still haven't got a response. Yeah. And that happens very rarely have I had something go into my spam that has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, through my well, website. but I shot him an email too. I'm saying email okay. definitely now direct message on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, that's you see when they see it. Like, yeah, and it's uh, it, there's a couple things that can go into it. First, they're just a crappy gym. Okay, Could be, yeah. owners don't care. Two, they have someone that's over seeing that and they don't care, and mm-hmm. the owners don't know that they don't care. Yeah, that's and, also a possibility. Um, three, maybe they were busy and just forgot to get back to you. But I think. That's an excuse. So that mm-hmm. doesn't, I'm, t- I'm taking number three away. So <laughs> I don't like excuses. There's no reason. I don't care how busy you are. If you're that busy, then you're, you should be good at customer service, mm-hmm. right? If you're that busy, you, you should invest in someone taking care yeah. of that, that Avenue. And then you, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm typically, if I get an email, I mean, unless I'm in class teaching it, um, you're getting a, you're getting it back within minutes. Mm-hmm. It's, it goes off. My phone goes off. Yeah. It says, Hey bro, you got an email. Yeah. Oh, Hey, what's up? Got someone. It's that simple. Yep. Right. Take 30 seconds and reply yep. back. Yep. Or have an auto, uh, an auto message. I, I think there's a way to say yeah, there is. Yeah. It's set up for that. I mean, that's, uh, I only have that set up in case I am in class teaching it mm-hmm. and they don't go three hours, four hours without hearing, hearing something. Yeah. But, yeah. Cause even that automated response, that still kind of shows me that someone 
has taken the time to at least put that in there. Yeah, mine says, um, hey, if we're not getting back to you, we're most likely teaching class. We'll get back to you as soon mm-hmm. as we're done teaching for the evening. Thanks for... And it's not making an excuse, but that's no. information for the person. Right. Hey, we're not blowing you off. Yeah, exactly. Trying to make communication with you. So the next piece, I guess... Well, actually, uh, going back one step, one thing I had heard you mention before that I had never taken into consideration, and I actually did when I went on this trip, is you said to check the reviews. Yeah, current. Yeah, yeah. make sure they're current. Uh, when you filter them, look at most recent. Don't just look at what's up there because it could be a five-star review from five years ago, and it could be a one-star review from five years ago mm-hmm. because uh, you can't remove those reviews as a page owner. Those things stay there. They're there. Uh, the only person that can remove them, I think, is the person that created them. I don't. Yeah, I assume okay. you can edit that. Or they, I know they can edit them, but I don't know if they may be able to remove them as well. Um, because that's information. You know, someone who is you know either been a drop in, and it's unfortunate in the customer service world. People generally tend to leave poor reviews before they leave good reviews. But if they have a culture that has promoted people to leave good reviews, <clears throat> which I still haven't done for Brody yet. No. Um, I'm, like, I'm giving up. <laughs> I'm giving up. I'm waiting till that magic moment when he's least expecting it, and boom, he's going to get a review for me. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, Mo. Another reason, something else you can take from a, a drop-in visit is you might experience something different. You know, something different than you're used to from your regular gym, uh, whether it be the way they run classes, the programming, or just experiencing another gym's environment, how they're physically set up. Maybe you've never seen a particular piece of equipment. Maybe you've never seen a particular rig. Maybe you've never done a certain type of warm-up. Just the opportunity to learn something different than what you're normally used to. Sometimes can be good, sometimes can be bad, but uh, like we said, you know, it's not wins and losses, it's wins and learns. You know, you can maybe learn that, well, I never want to do that again. And sometimes that's usually the case, especially when, it, when you're someone who cares a lot about CrossFit or, or fitness in general, and you see something happening that isn't necessarily appropriate, you're like, I'm glad we don't do that. Right. And that's happened, you know, or our members, we tell them to drop in when they're, we actually encourage them like, Hey, look up a gym. We give them the same info that we just gave you. And, uh, for a couple of reasons, one, it gives them a place to work out at people that they should have sort of the same, I don't know, interest, Crossfitters. Crossfitters in general. And yeah. um, and then, like Mo said, check out some of the other stuff. It's a, little, I don't know, a lot of our members have never had a, another CrossFit gym, so they don't know. Okay. Right? They don't know anything that what we don't do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, they know us and what we do. And um, so it's cool when they go out and I get the report back. And I'm not just <laughs> you, saying. You get I, the debrief. I'm not yeah. just saying this, but most of them aren't good um, as far as, you know, the warm-ups on the board and everybody just does it at their own leisure. I think was it Matt Platt said uh he was on vacation and the lady was like sitting behind yeah. the little, in the office with her jeans on and was like, Hey, warm up guy, what are you doing? Why are you taking so much time? We need to go work out. Right. It's <laughs> so you hear things like that. It's just and that's the stuff I do here. And it's like, you know, it makes them appreciate what they have here and the fact that, you know, we take the time and we don't just throw you out there and let you do your own thing. And, um, because I think warming up is pretty damn it's important. pretty important. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, we were about to hit eight, our last set yesterday at back squat was eight at 80%. Typically your 80% is your five rep. So it's a really tough set. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if, if, if they're not ready, 
and they go into that and we don't express to them how challenging, you know, my whiteboard thing yesterday was kind of like a, um, I don't know. I really wasn't motivating them though. I, it wasn't, <laughs> I was telling them how much it was going to suck, uh-huh. what they need to do. And that's just to prepare them mentally. Like, Look, this last set is no joke. Mm-hmm. If you don't get dialed in these first two sets, okay, that third set's really challenging on the back end. And that last set is no joke. If you do not get your mind right for this, mm-hmm. you're going to fail it. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm not sitting here like, oh, it's going to be awesome, rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. No, dude, you're going to have to dig deep for those last three to four reps because mm-hmm. it is no joke, right? So if we don't do our warm up properly, well, and I don't prepare mentally, now they're screwed. Yeah, they're not absolutely. Going to hit it. Another aspect of dropping in and visiting other gyms is you can expand your sense of community. So Allie Webster, a girl that goes to my gym, she, I think, went to South Carolina or something recently. She went on a cruise and she shot out there like, hey, does anybody know any gyms here? And then boom, like, you know, I know there were some people from Excess that chimed in. They're like, hey, I've been to this gym at this place. And, you know, being able to give feedback, you know, because you've been to that gym. Right. And you can and you can personally vouch for them. So like if I'm like in the podcasting space, whenever I'm looking for new equipment, the first thing I do is I ask my friends that podcast, oh, oh hey, buy this microphone. So after now I have ask a, me, right? After I ask you, of course, because you're the technical expert. But you know, wow. <laughs> but I asked them, but I asked them, and now I have a personal testimonial as to why that microphone works versus me looking at Google searches or reading their spec sheets because now I know someone who's used it. Same thing with the CrossFit space. I know someone's been to that gym. I know that person's got their head on straight. So they must have, they had a legit reason, had a legit experience. I think I'm just going to go to that place. I'm just going to let you know something, Mo. <laughs> Monday Night Football, they hire athletes, not because they're great at speaking, because they know the game. Very true. Okay. So I don't need to have technical experience. <laughs> you're you're my technical advisor. I'm just the guy tell, telling you how I feel. <laughs> like, I have feelings, Mo. <laughs> I do. And I can set up microphones. What now? Yes, you can. And I can yes, plug can. them in. Yes, you can. I can. I know where the headphone jacks are, <laughs> and I know which one's left and right because there's a, le- a L and an R on it. <laughs> very true. Very true. So yeah, guys, I know what I'm doing. Don't listen to Mo over here. Like I'm telling you, when he's getting since he turned old, well, he's been old. Yeah. But since he retired, he's been slipping a little bit. Just a little bit. We're yeah. having conversations. Like you know, if he reaches a certain point, where I have to go put him down out back in excess. <laughs> We'll film it though, because we need to document this. For the, the, this is for his own good. This is for his own good. It's for the podcast. You guys can live through us. You don't, you don't want to see him in this state guys. <laughs> we'll give him a big bag of, of Reese's cups, uh, of Reese's cups and, and Nutter puffs. And then we're going to put his ashes and a halo top ice cream. <laughs> hey, start Jenna, start tagging halo top too for me, please. We get some sponsorship. But anyway, that sense of community as we get back on the rails. But, you know, like you said, you've, uh, didn't you say one of the reasons you decided to become an owner was the drop-in that you had? Yeah, actually. uh, Well, let me back that up. He changed my views. Nick Birdsall up in um, CrossFit Acadia in Maine. Mm -hmm. Changed my views on what a trainer should be. Okay. Right? I had my L1, went there for a week. And uh, took us in, and it was just uh, it was a game changing experience for me on what a trainer actually is. Where I was from, we had I had no mentor Mm -hmm. as far as any of the gyms actually that I've been to um, that I started at and continued to go through and was currently at when I was up there. 
And that sucks. Like not having a mentor, I think is is huge because you only know what you know, what you know inside that that group. And if you don't have a trainer that goes over and beyond for every single person, mm-hmm. then you don't. Not that I didn't know I should. I just didn't. I didn't invest the amount of time that it actually takes to become a good trainer. And but the person that trained you only knew what they knew. And if they're not, I never that, got trained. Though. But I'm saying, yeah, but if, yeah. if they're not that personality, right. we're like, hey. Okay, I know you know how to set the clock. I know you know how to. Right. I know I know you can you can count to an hour, but hey, these are the other things you need to worry about. You know, being able to cater to each individual athlete, you know, and being able to walk the space and knowing how to stop that train wreck from happening and knowing how to push this person a little bit more. You know, you didn't know. Didn't know. Well, he, I got it more on the aspect of your learning never stops and. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, he had a lot, he was certified in a lot of things. That's not what I, you know, certifications, post CrossFit, whatever you want to do them, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I still think a lot of them are a joke for mm-hmm. what you pay. Um, yeah, a lot of that stuff isn't cheap. No. And I, it was more, there's an issue. I got to figure that issue out. I have to invest time to figure out what the issue is and figure it out, how, mm-hmm. how to address it. And then that compounds every single time you invest time into research and, looking at something and all oh, one of my members is this. And I, you always, you're always learning. You always should be learning. And I think that's the problem is I was never taught that because they never did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of my trainers ever did it. It mm-hmm. was show up, get you through the workout, you know, swing around on your, I wasn't on, on the bands, but they let everybody just swing on their bands and no one had maxes. And like, it, it's just a shit show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but that's, that's all you knew. All I knew Yeah, until, met Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew there was more to it because you know how I think, like, mm-hmm. but it was, it took my mind even to that next level. You, you had all those why questions, but you didn't know how. how. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. So then you have this experience with him, you know, and again, that was, it's just a random drop in when yeah. you met him. Yep. And, uh, I tell you, it's, it caused me to see through the bull crap that was at our current gym mm-hmm. and like, expect more. Like I went to the gym and I was like, if they opened up in Pickle, I would go, to, I would leave my gym and go there. That's, mm-hmm. that's the the change. And mm-hmm. then once that happens, then you know how my mind is like, well, I'm going to attack this. Like, I'm going to see what this. So, so, so now someone gave you like a little nugget, a, a little nugget, like a little appetizer. Now you're yeah. like, Oh, there's more. more. Yeah. And okay. then I just, then nonstop, I invested and just diverged into the Olympic lifting and the, and just every aspect of being a trainer. And then from that point on, it kept compounding into what I am now. And it still compounds to this day. I learned, I learned everything. I learned something every single day mm-hmm. that I can use. And I'm not just saying that just because I do, I learn stuff from my people just as much as they learn from me. I learn from them mm-hmm. because they come at me with different angles. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I give you something to think about. Yeah. I'm like, and then you know what? That's when they get that two 30 AM direct message on Instagram. <laughs> like, Hey, <laughs> We were talking two weeks ago. This is you. Yep. <laughs> right. And this is what I want you to start trying because uh, maybe I couldn't figure it out and and things like that. But yeah, huge, huge thing. And and that's what caused us to start literally expecting more at our gym. Mm-hmm. Wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. I can do it better. Mm-hmm. And I have done it better. <laughs> I mean, just. But again, had you not dropped in. Yeah. You know, it's crazy, right? N- now your community expands, not just from Ohio, but now all the way to Maine. And everybody else in between. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Mo brought this topic up, and 
it's not like I say, I don't tell all of our members, Hey, just go visit all of our local gyms and hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the aspect of the community dropping in when you're on vacation is one thing. Um, I just don't, it's just kind of a weird feeling for me. I don't know as an owner, like your people just leave your gym to go hang out at another gym. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't, it's not like protective maybe. I don't know what the sensation is. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. why? I say why. why? Yeah. Right. That's a good question. <laughs> why yeah. did I mess up? Right. That's mm-hmm. the first is, thing. Is like, it me or is, is it you? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> is it me or you? <laughs> like what's up? Uh-huh. Um, uh, doing an event, like say they're doing a fundraiser charity thing. That's one thing, but mm-hmm. through the week, just randomly going there, mm-hmm. my alarms would be going off. Why are they going there? Yeah. Okay. Am I, am I'm not giving them and this is me as an owner. And this is where we talk about like owners don't ever take ownership. It, did I do something that makes them want to explore another gym? Am I not offering them something that makes them want to go to another gym? Mm-hmm. Wh- what have I done to even let another gym spark their interest? But that's provided that you are introspective enough as an owner to think that maybe you could be doing something better because we've seen in, in any aspect of business um, and we'll take Toys R Us for instance. They just went out of business. They've been around ever since I can remember. That's but a they, long time. That's a, which is a long time. <laughs> but in, in at the end of the day, what they did is they neglected the needs of the customer. And now one of the biggest toy stores that I can remember during my entire lifetime right. is no longer in a, in a brick and mortar presence because things that like Amazon. I was going to say that, yeah. And, you know, Walmart. and You got to be proactive, yeah, man. You, you, yeah, you have to be uh, marching forward. And Toys R Us, they just continue to use the same old business model, that legacy thinking. And now they're no, no longer in existence. Yeah. And that's, and I'll say that it's, it's Amazon, you know, as much as people hate on Amazon, you know why they hate on them though? Because they're staying ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel. Like I try to stay ahead of everybody else and it pisses people off because that's, but that's what I do. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not naive. You don't start a business from the square one and then stay the same mm-hmm. until the end. Cause you will be towards us because mm-hmm. that's just the reality. Cause you stop, caring because you stop investing the time. And when you stop investing the time, you get bored. When you get bored, you get complacent. When you get complacent, mm-hmm. you stop caring about your members. And then guess what? They're doing what we're just talking about. They're checking out other things, mm-hmm. right? And that that to me is the first thing I would say, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Why are you going there? Like, that piss you off? Like, <laughs> I know that, you know, I can get a little heated, but no. Did, did, I, did I leave the cap off the toothpaste? Right, yeah. right. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> No, I mean, that's, that's the first thing I would say is uh-huh. I, I will always, God, we can go so far on this. I will always first off question me if, mm-hmm. if there's, if we've never lost, and I'll, I so, I'm so proud of this. I mm-hmm. really am. We've never lost a member to another gym because mm-hmm. if we lose one, it's what we always talk about. They had moved finances, yeah, mil- military, yeah. Uh, medical move. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, I pride myself on that and I pride our community on that because we give them what they need and want mm-hmm. continuously. We, we always invest into them. So there's, if you're happy, you're happy. You don't leave. And mm-hmm. then that's that why I would take that as a, Hey, as bro, a victory. Yeah. I would take that as, I'm saying if they, if they started searching, I'd be like, Hey, what did I do? And mm-hmm. what do I need to do to fix it? What am I not offering that they are? Mm-hmm. And then have a, you know, a real moment with myself mm-hmm. and make the corrections. That, that introspective moment. Yeah. yeah. But, it, but for me, I had to make sure that people understood why I was doing what I was doing when I go visit other gyms. Cause I'm a DJ, you know, I go play music at other people's gyms. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. for me, it's a little bit different. I'm not going out, you know, looking for a side chick. Right. 
<laughs> you know, for me, it's a matter of like, I want to be part of the community and how I can augment people's competitions or events and things like that by bringing music into a, a, an event. But I'm, like I said, I'm not just go out there. Uh, you sometimes you hear people like a uh, box hopping, they just yeah. go from one box to another because they don't like the programming yeah. or this or that, or just uh, cherry picking. Oh, I don't like this wad today. I'll go drop into this other box, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, that's not my aim. My aim is to, you know, help become part of the community from the competition or event aspect. And I uh, guess that's probably why, why I'm struggling with this one though, is that uh, there's good and bad to this. The the Oh, there's two sides right, to everything. Yeah. And, yeah. But when, when you brought this up, I was just, I was like, yeah, why the hell are we talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. Why I, the hell do people listen to our show? Yeah, we don't know. No, we have no idea. No, um, it, because the the positives is what happened to me as a trainer. Mm-hmm. The positives is that if you didn't do this, mm-hmm. we wouldn't even be having. Yeah, this. we wouldn't be having this show, right? So I, I wouldn't have been. Uh, I wouldn't have met Aaron. Wouldn't announce at the Arnold. Yeah, wouldn't be announcing at the Unicorn in right. the fall. You know. Oh, you're doing that. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. So, and then having other opportunities come up. At, you know, being asked to help. Uh, manage events, you know, when I go yeah. to Texas and work with Trinity, right, you know, just things like that, you know, but I've never, like I said, I'm not looking for a side chick. I'm looking to, to help be sure. part of the community. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's all, that's a hard line. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, that's why there's it, some really good has come out of trying out other gyms mm-hmm. in the area. Um, I would say if I had to put money on it and I love the gamble, <laughs> but can't with fantasy football season's coming up, baby. Um, DraftKings, I'm, I'm taking your money. Um, the that most most of the situations are if people are checking out another gym, it's typically because they are unhappy with something, mm-hmm. and that's just that is it. Unless you're gym hopping, that happens yeah. in your bigger cities who have like sixty three hundred members. Yeah, yeah, 60, sixty gyms. gyms. Yeah. yeah, and you know. Like we've just talked about this past segment, you know, when we're talking about the community aspect, you learn something, you know, you, you bet your ass. I took the smashing to AKP and, and dropped that on people because I had never seen that before. You don't like them, Mo. Well, I, 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 they, I still don't like it, but I know I have to do it. I said, you don't like them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mo was almost in tears I, and I, he I, brought I, that to you guys. Just, <laughs> just let you know. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, guys, my boy broke me off. So guess what? You're going to suffer <laughs> yep. too. Hey, I'm only trying to make you better. That's that's like the best trainer line. Like, I'm only trying to make you better. I know it hurts. It's okay. You're going to feel a slight pinch. This is going to hurt you more than it's going to hurt me. <laughs> you know, uh, again, you know, me and you never meet. We never have this show. Yeah. Um, I never have those other opportunities. Which means no world domination. No world domination. Um, I never knew about Romwad till I dropped in on another gym in town. I uh, didn't know anything about it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting that there's something offered and I don't have to go to a yoga studio mm-hmm. and learn how to do mobility. And just had a lot of learning opportunities, you know, and, and back to the, you know, early points, just getting to meet people. There were some people that work in my hospital that I didn't even know CrossFitted because our hospital has about 2000 people in it. And as I've gone, you know, trying to advertise for competitions or, or DJing other things like, oh, you CrossFit too, you know, and just things I never knew just because I'm not, I don't have a real relationship on a daily basis with some of those people. Right. And as we've talked about throughout this show, uh, going to other facilities makes you appreciate what you have. You know, as much as I love to travel and when I was in the military, I loved getting deployed. I didn't love anything more than coming home, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's home. You know, you can go visit, you can go do all these other things, but at the end of the day, you're coming home. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, we had our, we 
started our training course yesterday and uh, I was telling them, um, you know, we talk about what we can offer them as a gym. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like, you know, it's going to be some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that we do, we do things outside the gym. It's extension of your family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we talk, as I said, and why, what really happens guys is that, um, you actually see everybody here more than you see your own family. Yep. So they become your family, yeah. right? And, and that's saw, very true because yeah. we see these people more than we see our own parents for the most Absolutely, part. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? And you know, you, you work out here multiple times a week, you mm-hmm. get respect for one another because you suffer. You guys have something. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 right. Yeah, I, see you, I see you together. dead laying there and I'm already walking around. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? Next day I'm in your spot and mm-hmm. you're walking around. Yeah. And, uh, through that, you know, they get this, you get this bond in this relationship. And so, yeah, I think it's, it's really cool to, you, you do, you spend so much time here. You just become almost like a unit. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the coolest things about it being home. Cause you do spend so much time here mm-hmm. and that's kind of why we invest so much into the aesthetics of this place. Yeah. It's yeah. It, like, we've talked, I don't do it for anybody else, but our people I want to give them a, another place to kind of hang out and chill and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I put this counter up. I think the only person that uses it, it's really Jenna. <laughs> I just cleaned it. And like, if, if I could cut it and force the far left where would, she always sits. It would still all, be Jenna's. It, it, well, I'm saying that there was the only thing that had like barbecue sauce on it. Yeah. So bringing this week's episode to a close, you know, having those experiences when you're out and about, you know, away from home, it helps you understand and experience maybe why you're doing certain things uh, gives you a greater appreciation for what you have. Not that I'm saying anybody out there is neglectful of, you know, what their home is, but it certainly can give you an appreciation for what you do have within your own communities. And outside, right? I mean, mm-hmm. You talk when I went to Florida, I talked to Corey, he listens to our podcast down there nice. in Florida. So it's pretty cool that uh, he does listen to that and very receptive, very good trainer. So just as a reminder for Smash Fest, we are going to have 7-5 Clothing here and Wally the owner. So if you want to come meet him, that'll be pretty sweet. That's going to be going down on 8 September. I will be upstairs in the loft dropping beats while Brody is on the floor. Dropping people. Dropping people and rocking the (laughs) mic for this week's call to action. Why don't you tell us about your favorite drop-in experiences that you've had while you've been out and about away from home? Or your least favorite. Or your least favorite. You, guys, you know, I'm the asshole. I'm going to bring it up, Mo. Like, it's not always, it's not always cool. It's not always good. Yeah. Right. And that, that's the reality because you talk about, you appreciate what you have because you go to somewhere and you're like, it could be this. <laughs> <laughs> so there is worse out there. Right. Yes, so there is. like, <laughs> you know, some of our people told us this. Like, yes, they have. I say, uh, <laughs> they message me like, I don't know what to do. I have no other option. Yeah. And like, well, that's the problem. Like you, you have no other option, <laughs> yeah. like, or you, there could be another option. It could be worse. That, yeah, right? there you go. Or it could be better. Oh yeah. I can be nice. So we just got <laughs> done talking about why you should visit other CrossFit gyms. And that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo and I'm out. See ya. Thank you for listening to the one more rep podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. And uh, he said, What I like is he likes the competitiveness of.
Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> okay, we can't hear it. <laughs> like, how can you gently lay down a big bag, Mo? Like, I don't think you can. I mean, that's like trying to gently lay down on a waterbed. That's like eating a chip in a library. <laughs> that's that's gonna be the outtake. I was like, what? I see it on Mo's face. I thought something was about to happen. Then I heard it. All right, you can't move anymore. You're you're suspended. Yeah, now you're on timeout. Okay. <laughs> like absolutely. most fucking whisper. It's like Jenna. <laughs> it's like Jenna trying to gently sit down in <laughs> the bean, bean bag. bag. <laughs> like what's going on? Oh, look who it is! Come on in. Hi. Want to get in your first podcast? <laughs> Come on. Come on. You're on video and everything. It can be edited. You can. You can Mom, I'm gonna put you in it. That's my. Yeah. Where is she at? There's my mom right there. There's my. There's my dad. That's what Mo said. Do you need him to cut the grass? You do. 